What's good? What's good, party people? Welcome to Candid Conversations. I am your host, Candia Johnson, a woman on a mission to help you show up and speak up anyway, despite dealing with fear, uncertainty, or self-doubt. I hope you are well, or listen, I'm speaking into existence that you are going to get well by the time you listen to a couple of episodes of the Candid Conversations podcast. (laughs) Anywho, today we are talking about unlearning. Unlearning is one of my favorite topics to talk about. If I was going to write a book, it would be called Unlearning Your BS, okay? Because it's my absolute favorite thing to talk about. So I'm going to share about four or five limiting beliefs that you may need to unlearn to level up in your life and your career. Very early on, many of us are taught that learning is the key to leveling up or advancing in your career to get the promotion or make more money, all the things. But for me, what I've learned is, especially as I have strived to get to new levels in my business as well as my life, equally important to learning new things are unlearning some things. So for me, I know after landing a six-figure job with great benefits, I bought the home, I traveled around the world to countries like Thailand, Italy, South Africa, all the things, okay? And according to my Instagram and Facebook, I was living my best life. But truthfully, I still felt incredibly unfulfilled in my life and my work. I was searching for something more in different jobs and relationships, and I could never escape that aching feeling that there had to be something more in life, which was contrary to what I was taught growing up. But here's the thing. It wasn't my job that needed to change. I needed to change. It was time to unlearn what I had been programmed to believe since birth. You see, many of us are living life by default. And what that means is, like settings and apps that come pre-installed on your new smartphone, Most of us are born with a list of default settings, rules, expectations, beliefs, assumptions, and traditions that are given to you at birth. (laughs) How are those settings still working for you? Are these settings, are those beliefs, are those principles, are those traditions still in alignment with where you are trying to grow? Are the settings in alignment with your vision and the goals you may have Not only for your career, but even for your relationships with your significant other or your children. I was going to say just stop settling for safe or stop settling to live life by default. But I know it's so freaking hard. Besides, when someone says just stop doing something like just stop and let it go. Do you ever really do that? No, (laughs) it's not an overnight process. So the very next best thing that you can do is honor your innate ability to pause. Be mindful of the decisions. When you're being mindful, it's simply honoring your ability to pause before you act or pause before you speak. Be mindful of those instances, those decisions when you are living life by default, when you are settling for safe or settling for a default, preconditioned, ideal, or decision that was already made for you. Typically, you just go along with those default settings, but very rarely do we take the time to choose the apps, (laughs) to choose the goals and things that are going to bring you joy, that are going to make your life easier. So find the courage to step outside of your comfort zone 
rewrite your story and create new beliefs and principles for yourself. The second thing to consider, you have to unlearn the idea that the world must watch and validate all of your achievements. And I know that's hard now, especially with social media. But there's this book, What Color Is Your Parachute? The 2019 version, because it's been republished a gazillion times, but it's a practical manual for job hunters and career changes. And so I sent a copy to review when I used to write for Black Enterprise magazine. And one of my most favorite or the most impactful things that I read in the book was uh, written by the author Richard Enball said it best, unlearn the idea that our unique mission consists of some achievements for all the world to see. And I even think about during, so I took a social media detox at the end of 2021. And the first two days was hard because you're struggling with falling victim to the urge of picking up your phone. So when good things happen in my business, like I had my most profitable month I landed new clients. I brought a new laptop. And admittedly, that was a struggle and just not sharing the good things. But I said, Candia, you're going to celebrate by yourself. The world doesn't have to watch and validate your achievements. And here's the thing. I know that people get caught up in, I just want to find my... Your purpose is not anything outside of you. Purpose is, is the pursuit of the highest version of yourself. What does that look like? I remind my, my clients of that when we are speaking. You hire me to help you develop more confidence, to help you put this idea out into the world, to help you breathe life into this initiative that you want to lead in the workplace or you want to lead in your community. Your purpose is the pursuit of that. It's not outside of you, though. It's the effort that you put into that thing. That's it. It's your pursuit It's putting your best foot forward in whatever your vision is or whatever your goal is at the time. You may find that, of course, it changes at times, and that's okay. Your purpose is to be the energy that the world needs more of or the energy that your family or your community needs more of. It's the energy that you bring into the room, and it's the energy that you leave people with in the room. And if you've spent any time attending a funeral service, especially during that moment when when they invite people up to share a reflection about the person who recently died, you will notice that people talk more about the energy that that person left them with, the experiences that they had with them. They will talk about, again, the energy that they brought into the room or into a conversation or the feeling that they left them with. It's not so much so something that they created or something that existed outside of themselves. Your, pur- your purpose is something within you that brings that energy into a project or into a discussion. So your sole purpose right now is to get in the business of pursuing that thing that energizes you, the conversations that energize you. That's what your purpose is. The second thing to consider is to unlearn the idea that you should choose what job or title you want first. Many of us were taught that way. We were asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? 
So as a teen or maybe when you were six or seven, people would always ask you, what do you want to be when you grow up? But I want to offer you a shift in perspective. Instead of focusing on what do I want to do or what job do I want, focus on who do I want to help? Focus on what types of problems do I want to solve? What conversations do I want to change? So starting with who can help you align your values, your skills and experiences to the needs of a specific group of people. Putting people at the heart of everything you do is also one of the most impactful ways to stand out in your career. It's one of the most impactful ways for you to design a delivery of your presentation. It's one of the most impactful ways to persuade or influence someone to invest in what you have to offer them. The next thing to unlearn, it's almost connected to the last tip of unlearning the fact that you should choose what before who, is unlearn the belief that a job should fulfill you. The reality is you may not get all the ingredients of a fulfilling life from a job. In any way, you are not your job title. So don't just find a job, find a mission. What? Causes are you most passionate about? What's the thing that irritates you when you see it being done incorrectly? What are the conversations, again, that you want to change? Bottom line, be the change and connect your mission to the core of everything that you stand for. So that may not be connected to a job. Maybe it's connected to an initiative. I realized, too, when I was unhappy in my job, I also wasn't being of service at that time. And when I started to be of service through mentoring younger women, that's when I felt like my life was more fulfilling and purposeful. And so while I do believe that the job contributed to my unhappiness, it wasn't entirely those people's fault. (laughs) The next tip. Unlearn the belief that your greatest accomplishments are confined to a moment of time. Between the ages of, I would say, 25 and 40 years old, many of us are worried about finding a husband, wife, landing a high-paying, six-figure job, seven-figure career, and then buying the materialistic things that make us look successful. And when that doesn't happen, during that period of time, It leads to depression, anxiety. It leads to a host of bad decisions. You choose the wrong relationship because you believe that you are 40 years old and it's the time for you to get married and it's the time for you to have a baby. And then two years later, you're questioning your entire existence because you hate that person that you sleep with every night. Listen, that's an episode for another day, but y'all need to hear it, okay? You have to unlearn the belief that your greatest accomplishments are confined to a moment of time. In reality, you're putting yourself into a box. You're capping your growth and stopping yourself from living because you believe at 40 years old, the world stops. And listen, it's not entirely your fault. This is why I hate those 40 under 40 lists because it sets the expectation that if you don't succeed by 40 years old, you're useless after 40. (laughs) When I see those articles, 20 things you should do before you turn 40 years old, it sets the expectation or the standard that at 40 years old, life is over. Now, how often do you see a 50 under 50 top career list or a 60 under 60 
top career list. Listen, these people are out here. I don't interview them. They're doing the daggone thing. Don't get it twisted. But when you are constantly seeing in the news and media publications, you are faced with these articles and these society galas and award shows that honor people who are 40 under 40, it sends the message that your value goes down after 40 as if you're less than the people who achieve things before they're 40 years old. Recently, I've seen some publications or some individuals are starting to Uh, identify more people who are after the 40-year age mark and they're doing the daggone thing. I believe that also being in a pandemic is going to shift some of those things that we deem as normal or celebratory. I believe we are going to see great shifts in what success looks like and what it feels like. So if you think about this period of the great resignation, and part of that is driven by the fact that people are no longer drawn to a job just because it's a high paying job. They are prioritizing their mental health, their safety and well-being for themselves and their families as well. It's just not enough to say, well, this job pays good money or you have this high paying career. And so when you commit to unlearning, your brain is going to tell you, Well, you don't know anyone who started over at 40 or who's divorced in your culture at 45 and 50 and all the things. So unlearning is a process. What you really need to do is be open more so to creating new facts for yourself. I believe a huge part of changing and even developing greater confidence comes from having access to a community. It was like that for me when it comes to being an entrepreneur. I needed to invest in a community of other entrepreneurs, of people who were doing the things that my mind told me was impossible so that I could see it as a possibility for myself. So I could start to have different conversations with myself about myself when it comes to me being a business owner that doesn't have to struggle or being a business owner that doesn't have to be confined to my laptop or my computer (laughs) 24-7. Finding people who may not be in your immediate circle, that's going to be part of your process. The next and last tip that I want to offer you is unlearn the belief that the best education is connected to a formal education or institution through college, through a certificate program, because some of your best lessons will come from real world experiences and experiments. I'm here for the experimental mindset. The experimental mindset is everything you do is an opportunity for you to gather feedback. Feedback is fuel for your level up. I know when people want to switch careers or change direction, the first thing they say is, oh, I need to go back to school. I need to get this certificate. But is it required? Is it needed? Going back to college will not guarantee you a job after graduation. And degrees don't equal dollars, part of people. You have to put in the work. And that work comes from experimenting. That work comes from speaking to people who don't look like you, who don't act like you, who don't maybe come from the same circles as you, but maybe you have similar beliefs in your life. And then you also have to keep it real with yourself. Are you using I'm going back to school as a safety net or a smoke screen because you're too confused and too afraid of of facing rejection and showing up in the real world? 
So sometimes you have to unlearn to level up in this life. Party people, if this episode touched your heart in any way, share it with your people so they can share it with their people. Leave me a comment. Drop me that five-star rating, okay, in Apple iTunes. Your girl would appreciate it. I will talk to you all soon. Thanks for listening. Bye.